Well, welcome to a brand new episode of my podcast and videocast, because you can now see it in video form on Twitch, the Facebook page, and on my YouTube channel. Uh, I am back. I took some time off during August. I took a couple vacations. I'm going to talk about why. I'm wearing my Prince t-shirt. I'm on brand. Uh, but first, I want to go over some things and updates. Uh, we'll talk a little about... I got some things on a horizon, so I can kind of maybe get out of my day job. But anyway, before I get there, I do want to let you know I have merch. I've mentioned it many times, but look, brand new mug came in. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about why I'm holding a mug for my water at the moment uh, before I break it and sit it down. Um, so I have, well, if you follow me on Instagram, at Sexy15 everywhere on social media, but if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you happen to see my post this week, in the last week, uh, and I've tried this before with the podcast, but because I've been on this journey of this podcast for over 10 years now, um, I feel like another attempt because I have some things I want to do, some more content, some more other podcasts. I do want to bring back my other podcast, which is Sports Chat Podcast, talk a little bit about sports. Um, it was a love of mine back in the day. So... I have relaunched under BB Media Industries, but really this podcast, Trending Topics with BB, a Patreon page. Now, you can become a patron on Patreon for as low as $1 and as high as $15. Now, no matter what tier you choose, there are three tiers. The first 15, if you haven't figured out that 15 is like my number, patrons to sign up as a new member um, because you will get exclusive access to what I'm about to announce here on the pod. You, once you sign up as a patron for as little as $1, I will reach out to you and hopefully you have checked out the items that are available on the podcast merch store, anywhere from the lovely mug I just showed you to laptop cases. You can actually get a mask uh, or t-shirts, the items that are available on the store. If you are a patron and you sign up, the first 15 patrons to sign up. So if you follow this podcast, you listen to this podcast, and you want to sign up for $1 or $15 or $5 or $10, anyway, the range at any tier, I don't care what tier you choose, You, I will send you an item, any item, from the podcast merch store, free of charge, for signing up as my patron. So really, you're getting a lot of free stuff, because even if you sign up at any level, and then you choose the most expensive item in the store, uh, you don't have to pay a dime. It's all on me as a token of my appreciation and also to spread the word about this podcast. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a day or since the beginning of time of when I started publishing in 2013, 2014, when it was just audio. Well, first, actually, it was video. Then it was just audio. And now it's both. Uh, I think that would be a, a nice a little gift for you supporting the pod. Um, and you're supporting it another because then you'll tell the people like when somebody goes, hey, you have a magnet and what is trending topics with BB on your re refrigerator when people come over or whatever because a magnet is in the store. It's a nice conversation starter and you're also promoting my podcast. It's a win-win for all of us. But no, really, it's just to thank you for being a patron. So again, go go the lovely link here I'll put up. Uh, right here, if you go to patreon.com slash TT with BB and sign up 
uh, and then I'll reach out to you uh, via email or whatever your preferred method of communication is. And uh, you take a look at any merch item. Uh, and then uh, I will send that to you for being one of the first 15 patrons on my Patreon. So that goes for anybody watching this in syndication, listening to this on the pod feed after this uh, live feed. Uh, I would appreciate it. And uh, welcome, Heather or DJ Hay. I love that you turned in via Twitch. Uh, thank you for watching live. All right, so I took some time off. I do want to let you know, uh, for those that didn't listen to my last episode or watch my last episode, which is, again, available on the interwebs in different forms, you might have not know, known, or if you haven't signed up for the newsletter on my email newsletter called Brooks B, which is going to be a monthly newsletter on BB Media's, <laughs> wow, can't even talk bbmediaindustries.com. If you go there and sign up for the lovely email newsletter, Brooks Beat, uh, you will get monthly updates. But if you have not done so already, uh, for those that don't know, I have begun writing a book. I'm actually almost 1,300 words in already, which outside of my day job and traveling, I don't know how I've already written that much because it was it's been in my head for seven years. That's why. Uh, so the first draft is coming along nicely. Um, and it's also, like I've mentioned on the last episode, actually been talked about on this podcast before. I wonder if people can figure out what I'm writing a book on. It'd be interesting if, to run that little contest. But anyway, uh, so that is an update. And along with the Patreon um, updates, I'm also going to start streaming more exclusive to my Twitch channel. I know a few months back I tried, I was doing a little DJing. Um, and while DJing is fun um, right now, I'm more of not going to focus on like my DJing skills. What I'm focusing on is the fact that I have a music encyclopedia in my brain. I've been called a music aficionado. So I want to, a big passion of mine, I've figured out since I was a kid, has been music, obviously. I talked about a lot on this podcast. Um, I'm wearing a Prince t-shirt, so, and I'm gonna go over my concerts coming up in a minute, but I actually think it's, I've, I've, okay, a little tongue-tongue here. It started when I was a kid and basically um, didn't realize till recently in my own personal reflection that I'm a natural at just, I have been my whole life at memorizing music knowledge along with what my years of studying music theory when I was playing saxophone consistently for 17 years straight um, and learning about theory. And um, I was in marching band. I also did in high school, played steel drums. I miss doing that because I love that sound. But along the lines of be between my years of studying music from a fundamental standpoint in music theory and playing my saxophones and steel drums to just studying music in terms of just listening to music, memorizing the beats, the lyrics, the artists, the uh, album titles, the song titles, the, the genres of music of just loving the study of music and the study of the history of music. And specifically over the last, well, I noticed over the last couple of years, and maybe it's because of COVID and way too much streaming content online, but I have a feeling, well, specifically because our 
programs in schools keep getting canned, which I'm a big passionate proponent of saving arts in schools. It's one of, it kept me out of trouble, kept me focused. So it's one of those things where I think it's very important for people and kids and different, not even just young people, but the importance of music, studying music or studying drama or studying choir or studying specifically art in any form, but to come back to the music side of it and why for years to kind of get a little real here about my mental health issues over the years. Um, and for those that don't know, I have a tattoo that says music here. Um, basically music has obviously there is such thing as music therapy and music therapists. Um, but I didn't go to a professional music therapist. I just have been using music as a therapy my, throughout my life. Um, and along that, just becoming more and more passionate about music over the years in my life. And basically, I've realized how that can also help people. Uh, for instance, side note, a few years ago, um, I had, well, let's see, in 2017, I went, this is a side story, but in 2017, I went to uh, the Coldplay concert on their last tour at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. Uh, 60,000 people sold out. And don't get me wrong, I've been to a lot of concerts in my life. Specifically, I've been to three this month, but I'll get to that in a minute. And basically, it was this like out-of-body experience because of just the crowd at a Coldplay concert and the performance and the, it, it's on another level. Um, and I think it's also because it's that big of a stadium. I mean, 60,000 people. Um, you cannot help but enjoy that communal experience. But anyway, after that, I was online and saw some other fans about the tour talking. And I happened to see this comment by a, another fan. I don't remember specifically where they were from. All I remember is the comment was, something to the effect of everybody that has been able to see Coldplay, you're so lucky. I've never been able to go to a concert or like my favorite band um, to that effect. And it was kind of an eye-opening experience because I've made it a point in my life to see live music in any form, whether it's bands, vocalists, boy bands, <laughs> to electronic music artists as DJs. It doesn't matter what form I've seen performance. I've probably seen it um, when it comes to music. And it just clicked for me that despite all of the, this is again, pre-pandemic, all of the uh, opportunity for people out there to view concerts or go to events, the increasing cost of tickets and everything that is a whole nother podcast I could talk about in terms of the industry in that realm. It just clicked for me about, you know, not everybody has the same opportunities to be able to experience what I've experienced. And so then it, I ended up founding a nonprofit called We Event Organization. And at the time, the point was to help fund, people would submit or have somebody else submit uh, a person, like nominate a person to be able to get funding for tickets 
and then go the sediment. And um, we were able to help a few people in that short period of like two years where this, this, my, my, this whole organization was founded. I have dissolved it uh, specifically in 2020 because there were no events and there's a lot of stuff a little bit more important to raise funds for at the time right now. And plus, I just don't, it's, it's a lot. But the reason I'm telling this story is for all of those that may listen to this episode or watch this episode, remember, I think we need to, I don't know, maybe this, the last couple of years that we've been dealing with in the fact that there's been events, there's not been events, there's been something to look forward, there's not been something to look forward. This one thing you finally want to do is then postpone because of what's going on. Remember that not everybody even has that ability. Um, and so to bring it back full circuit of what I'm trying to, why I told this tangent of kind of where I'm coming from is that I'm going to start streaming on Twitch in the evenings, probably, um, or maybe even the weekends. I haven't fully got pinpoint what days it's going to be, but you, I just wanted podcast listeners to hear it first, watchers as well. Um, and I want to try just kind of chatting about music and, and talking about the history, history or history of music, but really just kind of breaking down kind of how my brain works because there's not a lyric or song title or artist that doesn't cross my mind every day. Like, I don't think people even closest to me really understand how my brain works when it comes to music. Um, and sometimes I floor my own self with how much music knowledge I have. But I think it would be fun to everybody just tune into my Twitch channel. We can chat. You can chat. Um, as some have shouted out right now. And basically just talk about music and talk about history. Because to kind of go back to what I was getting about a there's been this trend on YouTube that has gone viral of younger generation people reacting to songs that are like the most popular his songs of all time and saying they've never heard of it. Now, I just don't believe it anymore because no matter how young you are, these songs are so popular and so well-known that even if you don't know the name of the song, the artist of the song, or if it's even like a remix or a cover or a different version of said song, you have probably heard a part of the song somewhere despite the current streaming aspect of music, you've probably heard Bohemian Rhapsody at a sporting event or in a car or in a restaurant and a, you know, there's, there's just songs that, I mean, speaking of like, for instance, Phil Collins in the air tonight, everybody's heard that song or a version of that song because a lot of TV film and you know, projects like that have had versions in their mm -hmm productions or they've had covers because they couldn't afford the original um stuff like that where there's just iconic songs and artists that it doesn't matter if you were born 10 years ago five years ago or 50 years ago everybody should know these songs so oh shout out to you heather yeah i was I didn't want to know if you wanted to talk about it. So Heather, who's watching, or AKA DJ Hey, you should follow her twi her Twitch, DJ Hey Official, or anywhere on social media. Um, she was one of our recipients during We Event Org. She was able to attend Dream State in Southern California based on the donors coming together to make that happen. Um, and learn more about it from her on her social media pages. Um, 
we are very happy that we can make that happen for her. So you're you're welcome, Heather. And uh, I'm loving all of the stuff that's happening with your career. Uh, so shout out to you. So anyway, back to my story. Um, so you've heard these songs. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's a matter of knowing, identifying the songs. Um, or as they say, for all of us that listen to electronic music, B.I.D. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. So I want to start just doing uh, some streaming, just chilling, listening to music. And the reason I'm only going to be doing it on Twitch is that they're, they have a music category and they have a chatting about music category. And as long as the videos uh, do not stay up on the platform, uh, I will not lose my channel. Now, if I, if I go to play some music in the background, talk about a song, um, do all of that lovely stuff on YouTube or Facebook, I will be muted or potentially banned from the platform because of copyright laws due to uh, how music publishing is. Uh, so to avoid that, and right now there are a lot of DJs and music performers on Twitch. So it would be the perfect platform to use at this time until maybe things change with Twitch. Uh, so if you have not followed me on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash sexy15. Um, you'll be able to watch these streams live. Um, I will probably record them. Um, and then since I'm actually going to put them under the trending topics of BB podcast, but those are specific special episodes, I will re I'll release them on the podcast later, um, probably weeks later. But if you are a patron on my Patreon, um, you'll be able to get exclusive access to those like right after as replays. Uh, right after I record them, um, if you're unable to tune in live. Um, so that's another incentive for you to become a patron on Patreon in any level, uh, because you'll get access before everybody else to these. And the reason why I want to kind of start these streams is because I'm kind of in the preliminary stages of creating my own online coursework about miss music history. And I know I don't have like a degree in music history or a graduate degree, which recently I thought about going back to grad school for this, uh, musicology and, and music history, which I might still take some classes. But before I do that, um, I just, I already have the music knowledge in my head. Um, I want to kind of interact with anybody that is interested in kind of learning more. Because funny story, in the day job I had before the current day job I had, um, there was an attempt by the culture team, the team that tried to keep, you know, office culture cohesive, uh, to do these like fun Friday afternoon, like mini seminars. And you could sign up any topic and then other coworkers would show up and learn a little bit about what you're passionate about outside of the day job. And I did, I ran two of these. Uh, one was about starting your own podcast and podcasting. And the other was teaching people about electronic music or the types of electronic music that I'm into, which is trans techno and house uh, majority of that I'm into. Um, and what I noticed about doing those sessions for people was not only was it fun for me to teach and kind of express my passion and knowledge for these just for for these subjects that have been my hobbies pretty much my whole life uh, but I also did get some feedback from these former coworkers and like, oh, I didn't really know much about electronic music. I just thought it was just this party music. But you explained and broke down what trance music is as the classical kind of side of electronic music. And I have 
since went on Spotify or my my Apple Music, I don't remember specifically what he said to me, but one of those, and just kind of explored. And there's some music out there that is considered electronic dance music under the trance. And I'm now warming up to the music, and I had no idea that, or I had no idea that some of these other songs I had heard were of that genre. And that kind of sparked in me a few years ago that, See, that's a little bit of the divide in arts right now about knowledge means empowerment, basically. I've, the popular culture, it's all about like, this is what I like, which is great. I mean, art's art, it's subjective. But what I'm getting at is if, if you learn a little bit more about music or if you learn from other people because despite my wanting to teach right now, I've spent my entire life studying this stuff and learning from others. I mean, this podcast, how many people have listened to this podcast and specifically all of the artists uh, that I have had as guests on this podcast. And the reason I had started or do that on this podcast is because I want to learn from all of these wonderful people on my podcast and their stories and what they've learned and how they're honing their craft or their, their profession. Um, and so I feel like as I'm trying to kind of expand the umbrella that is BB Media Industries and, and kind of show something of this 10 year journey on this podcast. And I thank all of the listeners out there um, for continuing to listen to this podcast in any form or watch this podcast or tell a friend about it um, or leave a favorable rating or comment wherever you podcast over the years. I feel that for those that know me, they, or have been following me on social media, you know that, Majority, other than promoting what I'm doing, um, music is like the most constant in my life. Music is, I mean, my tattoos are music related. A lot of people don't know I'm tat I have two tattoos, but um, one, this one represents a feeling that I got at an event from my favorite trans DJ, who was one of my first guests on this podcast. Um, I will never forget and never be more indebted uh, to his willingness to be one of my first guests on this podcast, along with my other tattoo that I mentioned about music and mental health, which is why I have a green mental health band from Stamp Out Stigma. But I think, as we all know, music, people have specifically grabbed onto music as an it's a form of therapy. There's also a genre called uh, a profession about music therapy, music therapists that I've already mentioned. But I just, I think it would be fun to kind of just for me specifically to kind of chat with everybody about music. You may or may not learn something. I may or may not learn something from your expertise when you participate in the Twitch chat, as well as eventually when I break these down into some even more specific lessons. Um, it'd be fun. And also, I think we can be interactive on Twitch in terms of, I'm kind of also thinking um, the more people that tune in to my streams and this podcast, and if you're a Patreon, actually, that's what I'll do. If you become a patron, you'll be the first to beta test uh, the game show the music game show that I'm kind of can't really want to say, uh, I don't know if it's copyrighted and I can even mention, but a former game show, a couple game shows that I loved, they were music related, uh, that I kind of want to create. Um, there's some software online that people remotely can use to kind of play a little game. So I want to do that on Twitch as well. 
Um, and maybe, you know, like on a Friday evening, uh, y'all tune in and we play a little name that tune. Uh, copyrighted, I don't know. But the point is, um, I would love it if people would uh, give it a chance. So that is the first kind of, I'm just expanding with more content. And um, I'm actually going to the National Association of Broadcasters trade show in Vegas in October uh, that specifically has a podcasting wing and so much information, so many well-known broadcasters and companies in the space are going to be there. So I, I, I'm going to go learn more about what I do um, coming up. But before then, I just kind of wanted to point out that I'm back here, as you see, with a new episode. And if you haven't followed any of the social media, you didn't see the announcement the last couple of days. But the next episode, the next live episode uh, coming up on Saturday morning, September 4th. What's morning for me? I will be talking to, uh, he's a DJ producer, educator. Um, it goes by Mike Freak. Um, but uh, he's, uh, I've met him actually in the Twitch community. Uh, he's collaborated he collaborated with one of my former guests, Abco, on a track called Higher. Check it out everywhere tracks are found, which is basically Beatport or Track Source uh, on Quantize Records. It's a banging house track with a piano line that everybody loves. Uh, but along the lines of that, he's, he released an album a few months back on Quantize or uh, Division of Quantize Records, which is a house label. And I'm gonna I'm gonna interview him about his musical background and collaborations, his album, all that good stuff coming up Saturday, September fourth, right here on the podcast, uh, live, like right now, on the same channels, um, and then on the feed afterwards. So uh, save the date, head to the social media to to pin that, uh, and hopefully you'll show up for that episode. All right, so back to, oh yeah, <laughs> look at my notes. So basically I wanna go over, now that I've talked about expanding what I'm doing, the projects, hopefully get your support. I've, the last episodes I left you with, uh, I did a series of episodes with fans, fellow fans, or more known as, uh, fellow fans of New Kids on the Block. We're known as Blockheads. Uh, as you saw in episode 145, my friend Marissa came over because she lives here. We're all vaccinated, so don't at me. Uh, but we had a lovely discussion about our times as friends leading up to going to Boston to see them at Fenway Park perform with Belle Biff DeVoe, BBD. Uh, that was the beginning of August. Uh, plus, not only that, um, I've been wanting my whole life to go visit Boston, so killed two birds with one stone. Um, but to kind of recap, if you did not see any photos or videos that I've posted on my social media, it was fantastic. It was a fantastic trip, uh, despite traveling in COVID times and all of that stuff. Uh leaving where I currently live, which is Phoenix, Arizona, and it was 110, and arriving to rain and 75-degree weather in Boston. Fantastic. And then um, just kind of exploring the city. So I did see the Boston Common area. I went to the Cheers Bar um, where everybody doesn't really know your name, if you get that joke. Uh, saw... My first time going to Fenway Park seeing the new kids and Belle Biv DeVoe uh, with, I think, 30,000 other people uh, was epic. Uh, seeing the area just in the, the surrounding few days, going up to Hingham Shipyard, because um, that's where 
Wahlburgers and Amanove are, if you know what that means. Uh, Seeing where Navarra was in Milton, uh, which is, so Wahlburgers is the Wahlburg, for those that don't know, is the Wahlburger, Wahlburg family burger joint that has expanded due to the uh, the investments by Donnie and Mark, but their brother Paul is the chef of the family. Um, basically, it's his recipes along with theirs. But um, so there's that, and then Alma Nove is also their family restaurant in honor of their mother Alma, who actually this past year just passed away. Uh, so. If you are a New Kid fan, you pay your respects by going to their restaurants if you're in the area. Also, for for a lot of fans, that's a, it's a, they hoped to see a Wahlberg show up, which happened for some fans. Um, but it was a beautiful area despite that. I mean, it's on the shipyard. There's a marina. Uh, the food at both restaurants is fantastic. Um, Almanove is more of a Italian upscale restaurant, but they're literally across the street from each other. Um, so if you ever get the chance to go to the those locations, check it out. And then obviously there's more Wahlburgers. There's one actually by Fenway. There's a few more. I think there's two more in Dorchester. Anyway, they have now they have well they have locations all over the U.S. and Canada. Um, so. That was cool to see. Go to the original. Because I've been to Wahlburgers on the West Coast. So it was nice to actually go to the original. Um, so that was a fun experience with friends. And just to kind of chill. Um, but to go to the concert. To talk about the concert itself. Without getting into bore many people listening to this episode. Because I've been rambling for... A while. I've seen the new kids a lot. <laughs> um, many, many, many years ago, they were kind of one of the only bands I've seen for a while. Uh, that's another episode to go down to. But it was one of the, I don't know, maybe there's something about, I've always heard they've, they've performed two other times at Fenway Park. And because they're from Boston, they're a Boston beloved band like New Edition and Belle Biv DeVoe and Aerosmith, um, that the energy of seeing them at Fenway Park is on another level. Um, I've seen videos of past performances and, you know, they had a live stream, I think, of the last one. Um, And it was great, but it's just, you know, it's not the same. But anyway getting the chance to see it in, in real time and experience the energy and experience the level of performance. And I think not only was is it turned up because it is Fenway and it is them in Boston, but I think because we've gone through the last couple of years of like no entertainment live until like everything is now starting to come back in some form. I felt like not only did my fellow fans bring a great vibe and energy, but the performances were great because everybody has a new appreciation of concerts and performance and music. I think that then they did pre-COVID. I hope this sticks around. I hope it's not just like a the one honeymoon period that people have learned from the pandemic. I hope people realize that this type of vibe and this type of excitement and appreciation for the arts and the ability to go to concerts sticks around. Um, So basically it was one of the best performances I've seen, but then again, I, I haven't, well, I did see them in the last tour, but seeing them in Fenway Park is on another level. Um, 
than seeing them in other venues. I mean, I've seen them here in Phoenix. I've seen them in Vegas a lot. I've seen them. But there's something about Fenway, and I will, after hearing this for many years, I finally have now experienced on my own. And so it was just an overall great vacation that I needed because my day job does burn me out um, sometimes. Uh, or just adulting, really. Um, but I really, truly uh, loved my experience of that. Uh, and then in, let me tell you a story, in 2018, I guess beginning of 2019, another reunion of a band happened. Um, that I was not particularly a fan of back when they, their first time around at all, really. Um, a documentary came out and I knew, uh, called chasing happiness. And then their subsequent album in 29 came out, 2019 came out called happiness begins. I'm talking about the Jonas brothers. Now, before people judge, um, that album is fire. Uh, Happiness begins, but it also is because they had Ryan Tedder, one of the, and Max Martin, and a bunch of other great producers help them with the album. That also help a lot of other artists that I love in recent years. But the album is fire. Um, it is so good, and they had. I was going to go to one or try to go to a, a show back in 2019 on their the tour, the Happiness Begins Tour. They had a couple, two legs of that tour, which meant that they had a leg of time off. They call it legs, but time off, potentially here in the US, maybe go abroad to the Europe or somewhere, other countries. And then they come back and do another of potentially the same cities and end dates. And I just didn't make it happen. Things sold out before I really decided to go. And then I spent the end of 2019, even the beginning after, before COVID hit, just kind of watching YouTube videos of like the tour and realizing that that's freaking epic. Um, and it was great that I love the music. And then they came out with another documentary to sum up the tour. Both documentaries are on Amazon Prime Video, for those wondering. Um, I'm blanking on the second documentary's name right now, but I think it, it is Happiness. No, it's Happiness Continues. Um, just came to me. But anyway, the point is, check out both documentaries. Try, start with Chasing Happiness, and then start with, because what you learn in the documentary is what, it kind of disbunked a lot of what I thought I knew about them based on how they were marketed and why I didn't like them back in the day. And it kind of explained their story and explained their evolution. And it made me respect them as human beings and as a family a lot more than I had before, which is my own fault. But considering how they were marketed back in the day as like this Disney group for which they outgrew that and they talk about that in the documentary. It's fascinating. If you're a person like me that loves music documentaries or documentaries in general, highly recommend it. Um, but after watching that and watching the other documentary about the concert, the, the, the tour and the music and the experience, then in 2020, I just started jamming out more to their album Happiness Begins and track three on the album or yeah uh only human became like my jam of 2020 now you got that it's jam people um there's many elements that i love about the track but if you haven't heard it go to spotify and listen to only human by the jennifer brothers from the 
the the horn element, and by horn I mean saxophone. To they have saxophones and trombones and stuff in the background. Uh, to the lyrics, to just the like overall like reggae vibes that are on the track. It's been my jam, and because I was overly listening to that jam, I was like, I told myself in 2020, I said, they're next tour, I'm going. And then they announced at the end of the beginning of this year, 2021, uh, that starting this summer, 20, that they were going to go back on tour for the Remember This tour. And it was going to be in outdoor, primarily outdoor venues or smaller venues than the, that last tour. The last tour was arenas and stadiums. Uh, this was, a, and I said, awesome, I'm going to go. And then they announced that Vegas was the first two shows. And that's a four and a half hour drive for me. So I said, I'm gonna go. Uh, I also bought tickets for the Phoenix show, which is down the street from me. But um, I'm, a, I'm in this point about concerts now that COVID happened about specifically, if there's music I want to hear or see live and it doesn't matter who wants to go with me, who doesn't want to go with me, what's available. I'm just going to go now. Because as I'm wearing my Prince t-shirt, for those that are watching this, I never got to see Prince live during his life. And, and the same with Michael Jackson. And Ray Charles. And the, the more that artists that have been musical geniuses and paved the way for other artists are passing away or retiring, the more I'm like, I'm gonna go see him. Like specifically Elton John's on his like farewells tours. I'm gonna try to make to see Elton John at least once. I almost made seeing Billy Joel in Boston happen a few weeks ago, but I was traveling into the, and so I just couldn't make it happen in time. But I mean, there's these artists that are in multi-generations and genres that have influenced other artists that you're currently listening to that I feel goes back to the music history side of things of, you owe it, if you're a person like myself that loves to study music, you owe it to yourself, and by yourself, I'm talking myself, to go see them live and, and, and support the art that they've given. Might sound cheesy, might sound like, who are you? But if there's an artist out there that you can support in some case. And I'm not even talking a popular one. Um, for instance, when I was seeing John's Brothers last week, after their shows, the cool thing about Vegas that they're trying to bring back, well, not bring back, but it's just part of what Vegas is that there are a lot, like in casino lounges when they have like great cover bands. So there was, I found myself in the casino lounge after the concerts last week watching these there were two different cover bands, but same lounge. <laughs> I ended up, because I went to back-to-back -back uh, nights, Friday and Saturday of last week. And they were fantastic. And I was having just as much fun watching these talented people that I was a couple hours before watching a popular artist perform. For me, music is music. It doesn't matter the venue. Just support it. And also, if you have a family member or a friend, and I'm talking about somebody that maybe is in marching band or a concert band or jazz band or is a dancer or plays the violin or as was evident in the Olympics, rhythmly uh doing rhythm gymnastics or something like that support them 
they may not become an Olympic athlete or a professional in said activity, but for what my studying saxophone and steel drums did for me, um, and, and how I, I'm really passionate about saving the music and the arts and schools, supportive. Uh, kept me out of trouble. It keeps a lot of other people. And in studies, scientific studies have shown that if you're in the arts, you're more than likely going to do well in other subjects in school. Um, which is why I was a good student growing up. Uh, because I was also in band and that helped keep my math and science scores up. Um, I highly suggest just people just support the arts. It's just, it's such a passion of mine. Uh, but anyway, so now that I'm almost seriously at an hour talking to you, I uh, didn't think I was going to talk this long. Um, I want to thank all of you who have tuned in for at least five seconds of this live. Um, and those that will be listening or watching this in the future, I appreciate you tuning in. And I do want to remind you, as you see at the bottom of the screen, but it's also always listed in the episode description, go to the official website, which is trending topics with bbpodcast.com. I post new episodes there. That's where all the social media is. There's also links to the merch. There's links to every platform where you're listening to this in podcast form, as well as the links to watch this in video form. Um, and I again, remind anybody listening, uh, the first 15 new patrons on my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash TT with BB, I will send you an item of merch like this mug or any item of your choice uh, for signing and being a patron. Uh, so definitely check that out and also keep a lookout at the socials for any other announcements and new episodes coming up uh, as I've already announced. Uh, so again, uh, thank you for being patient for those that uh, have missed out on episodes and uh, hopefully you'll tune into the Twitch channel specifically for the new music oriented streams that I'll be doing. I don't know really what to call them yet. And I guess the moral of this episode is enjoy your life, enjoy the arts and uh, be safe out there, everybody. I will see you on episode 147 with my guest, Mike Freak, Saturday, September 4th, right here on the same channels.